We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about being young, in love, and navigating life one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 72 of Married Millennials. Do you know what today is? Hey. It's our anniversary. Hey, it's our anniversary. We are celebrating two years of marriage today with my beautiful wife. And my my handsome husband. Look at that. Two years. We've We've been in the lab together, married for two full years. We've been together for nine and a half years. It'll be 10 years next February. I think people are going to be like, how many anniversaries do you guys have? We have a we lot. We celebrate like all the... We, we got the proposal anniversary, which yeah. is July 17th, yeah. 2014. Then yeah. we have our wedding anniversary, which is August 22nd, 2015. Which is the same as our meet anniversary, which, which was is... July 17th, 2007. No, our meet when we actually when we met. we actually spoke. Yes. Yeah, that was, that was August, August 22nd, 2007. 2007. Yes. And then the, <laughs> when the first time I saw you was July 17th, 2007 yeah and then we made it official february 22nd of 2008, 2008. yeah that's so, when we started dating yeah so we do got a lot of anniversaries <laughs> yeah we got, <laughs> it was, and we celebrate them all on some small scale i mean we don't go we don't go to dinner or anything but it's just an acknowledgement yeah, of like we, we i know what up. this day means i had a us. few friends that hit me like yo you really celebrate your proposal anniversary i'm like look you gotta you but gotta listen, just recognize the dates right. but it has more significance because it's just, the day you first saw me. Yeah. Like, and it's the same with our everything wedding anniversary. Was, everything was intentional with our dates. Is When I asked Joy to marry me, that was exactly seven years to the date when I first saw her. So that was, that was intentional. Mm-hmm. And then when we got married, that was intentional because that was eight years to the day that we first spoke. Mm-hmm. So our dates are intentional. So yeah, I know it's kind of ridiculous or illogical. Like you guys really celebrate everything. Yeah. But all of, our, all of our anniversaries, all of these dates are, are intentional and have meaning. So that's uh-huh. why if you see on social media, like how many anniversaries are you guys going to put out throughout a year? You're going to see at least three. Yeah, at least three. The proposal, the wedding, and our first our dating anniversary yeah you're gonna yeah. see three there's a couple other anniversaries that i know the date for but February you guys can't 24th. know about don't tell them I'm just, I'm just saying what the date is i'm not saying the significance of it you can make it up whatever you want i'm just saying it's a, a significant date February there's a couple 24th. significant dates okay that's the only one that the only we have additional one in date september. that i know we got two in september I don't know those dates. Oh, I'll let you know off, off air. air. See? Yeah. Okay. I'll let you know off air. But anyway, we're celebrating. It's funny because I'm I'm such a sucker for dates and I do like numbers, but I am not good at math. Like, what is it? Even though episode 72, so my first thought was eight times nine is 72. But your number That's seven it. and my number is two. And um, we're celebrating our two-year anniversary, episode 72. Right. All right. Well, there you go. There you have it. The I, number two, if you, if you heard in all these anniversaries, all the number two and 22 is very present in our lives. Really is present in my life. And then I just made it present in Joy's too because yeah. it just follows me. I embrace I the twos. Yeah, you do, which yeah. has been nice. And I think because of that embrace, we've been the able to live in harmony. Have continued to just <laughs> to bless us. To bless us. So, yeah, I'm, yeah may, hey, maybe we'll have twins. We'll just keep in the, in the presence of twos. You know, I want twins. But, but like later, I want I I want the twin experience later. Like I I think it would be hard to have newborn twins, but like you know eight year old twins would be cool. 
<laughs> but I think the the benefits though of, of twins is you can get two kids but only partner. one pregnancy. I think that the, you don't have you get okay. two kids but it's one push. That was my other reason because like pushes. I really do want three kids but I'm like can I be pregnant three times like three separate I don't know. And maybe I might be one of those people I might surprise us, you know. And just be a wonderful pregnant person. Like, I'm one of those people who just absolutely glows and 100% You could. Of you definitely could, yeah. could be that person. And speaking of babies, we want to say a congratulations to one of our good friends, Shay. She yeah. just welcomed the birth of a baby boy. And to the world, yeah. congratulations. You know when you, you have friends who, like, they're calling us to be a mother. Yeah. And we've known Shay for, shoot, how long? How long? Since it's, college. It's, 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 yeah, since 2007. Yeah, yeah, so it's been over, over 10 years. And mm-hmm. anyone who knows her knows that she has been destined and called to be a mom yeah. before anything else in life. And yeah. she just welcomed a I have uh, no doubt healthy that she's baby boy. Do, yeah, a wonderful job. And I'm she's so going to be so excited. Her. I can only imagine how she's feeling. But if there's anyone that I knew who was ready to be a mom or who would be a good mom, yeah. it was her. An excellent mother. Yeah, I have like no doubts. Zero doubts. None. You know how some people, you know, when they're like, okay, we're having a baby, you're like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> you get the nervous. You yeah, have the like, nervous. <laughs> okay. Sure. Yeah. All right. That's what you're going to do. Uh, but yeah, I know not. There are some people who yeah, you're looking forward to them to be being parents. I don't know. Maybe we're those people too for some people. No, I was, I was talking to my cousin yesterday. He came by to, to pick up a few things and he's welcoming a another baby here mm-hmm. soon. I think his... September. I, I think the baby's doing, yeah, next month. And we were just talking, and I was like, I, I, I said, if Joy told me that she was pregnant today, I would be okay. Mm-hmm. I'd be excited and ready to rock. And I said, but I just haven't made the, the physical switch in the mind. Like, okay, we're going to start trying to have a baby. And, you know, he said, he's like, you're never going to be ready. He's like, if you sit here and say, I need to have this much money, I want to be in this place. He's like, it's not going to happen. He goes, you know, fortunately for you and I, is, is we saw, we had parents in the house, and we saw how it was done. And how it was done correctly. And he said, because of that, I was fine. He's like, yeah, those first few months, like you're tired. Mm-hmm. And he said, but it's just like anything in life. You figure it out. You just, you just do. And he goes, so I would. And he said, you're never going to get over the fear of, okay, I, you know, is, <laughs> the fear is not going anywhere. Not even with the second one? No, nah, he said the fear, he said, the fear is, not, is not going anywhere. He said, you just have to commit to it. You just have to do it. Oh, so that's, we're just gonna we're just gonna have to commit to advice. it. Yeah, yeah. And, and I appreciate but we, it. But we said 2019. I feel pretty committed to 2019. Yeah, I'm. 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 It's gonna be interesting. If it happens before, I'm open to it. But I'm. But again, it's like that will require us to like throw caution to the wind. Yeah, and that's where I'm and nervous. Okay, not, to, either one to of make our... the conscious decision to just be yeah. like, okay, we're open from today on on what happens. Like, I'm. I'm almost ready. Like when it, if it just happens and you tell me the news, I'd be more excited. That, I like, kind of okay, feel cool. that way too, but again, like but that will require us to be responsible to make a conscious decision. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't and, know that, how to and do that's that. the problem. But wait, yeah. you know, we'll we'll see what happens. Also, want to send a a happy birthday shout out to my sister. She recently celebrated her birthday this past weekend. Bigs up, big ups to you, sis. I know you were in Vegas having a good time. My sister's out here. I'm not gonna put her age out there, but she's out here living, enjoying herself. She looked good for her age. You would never know how old my sister is if I showed you guys a picture. She's not and old I'm though. Keep she's like just that. older than you. She's she is older than me. She's okay. significantly older than you. Exactly. I, yeah. I was like, I want to make the yeah. decision. When I say old, there's, there's this whole connotation yeah. that yeah. everyone's like, oh, like old is seventy. Like, okay, can we stop being? Can we stop harping on this damn word? I've decided that like the, old is eighty. That's where I'm. I at. know, but the sensitivity like, is like when I say old, like, everybody wants to correct me. It's like, yo, can I, I'm 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 cool off of this. You know what the hell I'm. 
I'm saying. Like, well, stop trying you to. You can't just walk around calling put, people who are young old. Like, older. I mean, I'm just. You could say older. I, I know. I'm just. I'm just tired of the old hype. People, but like, people taking like, this she word looks good old for her age, too like, sensitive. She, you would not know her age if I showed you a picture. No, no one would accurately guess but her also, age. So she like, looks good black, for her age. Don't crack. I feel like that's most black people. You don't know how old they are. Once they pass thirty, you're like, how old are you? Twenty seven. Like you know, you don't know. That is true. Like your, yeah, yeah, your yeah. father looks great for his age. You would never guess his yeah. age. Either. I could tell you, my dad will be sixty this year, and he looks forty five. Like legitimate. Doesn't look a day older than fifty. Yeah, it's the weirdest. I mean, not the weirdest. But I, I mean, hopefully, I have those genes. <laughs> Yeah, those are good genes um, to have. I, but we, oh, both of my great grandmothers on that side, I believe, he, uh, lived to be 102. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and then my great grandfather. But you always talking. You ain't trying to be around that long. You know, I are you it, changing your tune? I'll be here as long as you're here. I'm not trying to be here without you. Is how I feel. I, I like, you know, Joy. This was the the thing with Joy. I was like, you cannot be talking like this. She's like, you know. Here's what I want you to do for my funeral. Just laying out all these plans <laughs> and then sitting here saying, okay, well, this is, this is what I want. I think this will be best. I'm like, look, you're going to be around. <laughs> like, I need you to stop speaking as if, like, mm, okay. you're just going to pass away here shortly here's, and then I'm just going to be living my life. Like, I know. Shortly, no. But here's the way I, you talk, you, you, it is real short sighted. You know, so I need you to change your whole I'm tune. I'm a little morbid, I know. But, but the truth is this, and I think I read this somewhere, and someone said, you should think about death every day not in a morbid way but like it is it, it's the same when you like go to advice. church they say tomorrow isn't promised because it isn't i don't know how long i'm gonna live like i can't just be walking around like yeah i'll be here for another hundred years so I, I understand you can't like, walk around accordingly i understand you can't walk around and and not knowing you know, when when your last day is but i don't think you have to kind of like mm, well hey tomorrow i might die <laughs> the next day i might die too and the day after that i could die as well I mean, that's not a fun living there's no that's no fun way to live your life and but the way you talk about no nah, nah, i don't like it i don't like no, that advice that's I, bad advice no because i feel like if you don't think about it maybe you it it's like Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs didn't feel like he was going to have long. And to be fair, he didn't. But I, I think he lived as big as he did. Because he had a, a sense of urgency? Yes. And I don't think you should live your life like, like that you're not you have forever. Yeah. I agree. I do agree with that. Yeah. But again, that does not mean you have to sit here and speak so morbidly about when you will I'm not, will I'm pass. like telling you about funeral stuff. That's not morbid. Not, but that's You're just, the one who has to do it. No, who else but, am I supposed but, to but tell? But you keep saying like that, like that implies you are going first. What happens if I go first? I don't know. That was my plan. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I can handle yeah, see? it. See? That's why I that's what I'm, you, that's what I'm saying. The way you talk you about it. You haven't told me any of your it's plans. It's too much. I did. I said, you can cremate me. Turn me into a tree. I saw on yeah. Facebook. I don't. I don't know how if this company is accurate or not. I got to do more research. Yeah, you could be a tree. But it's the, they cremate you, and then they mix your your ashes with with soil, and then it turns into be a tree. And I was like, yo, that's dope. But I got to be in a place where you're you're conserved. Like I'm not trying to have my tree chopped down because now I'm pissed. But I I just feel some type of way about being buried under the ground, and it's like here's this tombstone. Right, and that's the thing is, for the longest time, I wanted to be buried. I was like, oh, don't burn me, no. And now it's kind of like I'm going to be cremated. My idea is that for those closest to me to take a little bit of my ashes, my rules are you cannot keep my ashes. (laughs) Like, you can't keep them in your house. Don't put me in a necklace. Yeah, it's just strange. Yeah, like, I don't want to be Because my body's not me. It's my spirit. It's the the embodiment of my spirit. Like, why are you holding my physical? And then I want everyone to take my ashes to their favorite place. Not my favorite place, their favorite place. And I want them to scatter me there, which forces you to go somewhere you love. 
and then share it with me, and then that's it. And I think let, that, let I think that is dope. I like yeah. that. I, I do like that idea, and I don't want to jack your idea. I like the idea of a tree. Like I said, again, I need to be planted somewhere that, except for a natural disaster, I'm going to be there. I can't, I can't have a commercial if company. If a bolt of lightning takes your no, tree yeah, out, Yeah, it's right. cool, but I can't have a commercial company just saying, mm, we're going to turn this, this plot of trees into condominiums. I don't know. Like, no, I'm not, I'm not with that. But it's like, imagine you can go there, and then I can provide you shade. I can provide you comfort. Like, but when you just go look at my headstone, there's nothing you can do there. If you were to go first, I would hope that you'd visit me. Like, <laughs> come, oh, I'm gonna be bugging the shit out of all of y'all. Yeah, I'm just letting you know, visit. you, all of friends, but you can't go family, first. I really grandkids. Oh, I'm bugging everybody. You gonna you gonna feel like uh, just your your grandmother slamming doors. Yeah, hundred percent. You're gonna feel me. I just, have just I have no uh, problem. Parents' house. They have a, a running joke that because uh, sometimes doors slam or something happens. And they have a joke that it's his grandmother. Yeah, on my mom's side. My yeah. mom's mom. Just come, constantly coming in because when she used to live with us, she would get up and sneak at night, sneak into the refrigerator, sneak in closed doors, <laughs> and would get caught. <laughs> and so now the running joke is like, oh, there she go. He's trying to sneak around. Trying to chill. sneak around the house making these noises. And I don't yeah. doubt it. Yeah. And that's real. If y'all don't believe in that. I, uh, you know, maybe, maybe in October, I'll tell you. I've had... A couple ghost stories. And there are some people... While we've been here? Yeah, No, I haven't oh, had okay. any issues here. I was like, don't play me like but, that. <laughs> no. But uh, people don't believe in the supernatural. And I 100% do. Like, I, they're just... They're things that you can't explain. And I you think... You can. And once you've had certain experiences on a personal level, you're like, all right. Because you know you're not insane. You know. Well, I think there's... You're like, okay. That I think was, there's... That there's, was not in my head. That there's actually a spirit happened. that comes visit me. Every time I'm in the kitchen washing dishes, I swear on everything, I see something outside the window. Mm-hmm. And I, I can intentionally look. I lift the blinds and be like, yo, why are my eyes playing games with me? And I asked Drew, I said, have you ever like, get weird things out of the corner of your eye when you're washing dishes? And she's like, no. I was like, I don't know what it is, but every time I'm washing dishes, not I won't say every time, but, but a smooth 80% of the time, like my, I just catch something out of the corner of my eye. And I'm like, yo, what is that? I had that at my old time. And, I'm not tri- and I know person. I'm not tripping. But I can't get a clear, like, there's no clear picture. You, it's just like a move. Do you have any, like, indicate, like, is there any feeling associated with it at all? No, I, I don't, I don't have a, an emotional feeling, but I, I just, it's like a, a, a passing of wind, if that makes sense. Right, just but like you don't feel any energy or anything. No, I don't, okay. I don't feel anything coming to, to say hello to me or by, but I just feel every time. Yeah. I don't know what it is. And I was like, maybe it's the perfect way that the sun hits in the right. window could be causing See, the eye trick. See, that's exactly what happens is you start to try to explain it away on a logical exactly. level. Exactly, but I was like, like, yeah, I, I was like this, <laughs> this happens too much. Like, it I happens mean, somebody way too did much. pass away here, which we learned. Yeah. I can tell you this story real fast. So basically, I was talking to a woman who was moving the apartments next door. They renovated them and then they jacked up the rent. And this lady who had been there for a year, she's like, oh, yes, I know the people who used to, the original tenants of your place. So I guess the lady who lived here was like 90 years old and her 50-year-old daughter was here caring for her. And she was like, yeah, she died in, in, in your bedroom. And I was like, huh? <laughs> and so and she said it so matter of fact. So It was so casual. casual. Like, oh, okay, cool. And then I was like, this, this place right here? You know, like <laughs> I'm pointing, trying to double check because I'm, you know, no one wants to hear that someone for sure no, died in your space. And, and I, I feel like, aren't they supposed to disclose that when you rent the property? Not or buy if the, property, if the it's person, previous? yes. So somebody lived here between that. So gotcha. maybe they just dis- disclosed it to her, whatever. So anyway, the, the woman died in our room and 
uh, Justin passed away. So so aggressive. She, she passed away. She died. She she is dead. That is, you know, it's okay to say somebody died. Yeah, I, I feel like you say someone passed away when you're trying to like, you know, soften yeah, the blow. Yeah, just trying to be nice, nicer about it. Okay, we just I'm talking sorry. about this shit. We got to live in this place. Can we just keep it positive? I'm shit. not disrespecting her spirit. She knows she's dead too. She's over here like, yeah, <laughs> I is dead. You are too uh, nice. <laughs> I know, so weird. Anyway, but after that, we started getting mail for her. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. Like randomly, we just started getting mail from her or for her. But my neighbor was, well, my ex neighbor was like, oh, don't worry. She would be a friendly ghost. Like, thanks. Makes me feel great. But anyway, our plan is to go out notebook style anyway, which for those of you who don't know, it's they died old and holding hands. And Together in the same bed. Yes. That's the plan. Awesome, awesome Minus the Alzheimer's. I don't want the Alzheimer's. No, I don't want that yeah, at all. Like, I need to, I need I, to have full conscious I, yes, memory. Exactly. That's the worst. Man. Yeah. I just feel like you're just living. You're not, you're not even you. Yeah. Like if you're living without your memories, that's, that's what makes us. And honestly, I think that's what makes all of us human is our right. ability to recall and have experiences and memories and to draw back. Like the fact that I can go back 20 plus years and people who are in their 70s, 80s, 90s, that's why I love my, my unk who passed away a few years ago, every time you met with him, the stories that, that he would share with us from the, the 1900s, like, you know, like ni- the 1920s, 1930s, something that we had no idea mm-hmm. about at all. And hearing someone who lived it and being able to give that experience and then telling stories that his grandmother would tell him. Right. Like, man, this is history right, right. here in the flesh. And, and to me, that's, that's what makes us human. If, if my memories and my ability to recall, like if I'm not there mentally, I'm not, I'm not even alive. Yeah, dementia just didn't, I'm not it alive. kills you before it you're does. Like, I don't, so don't want to live it. I don't, like, and then you're just going to keep me alive because you just want to look at my body, but I'm not there. Like, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not existing. Right. So like, if I ever get to that experience, like, please about let me go. This is, and I feel this way even about like, you know, autism or something is that from the outside looking in, it looks like you're having a certain kind of experience, right? Like, okay, you're n- unable to communicate this way or whatever. But like a lot of autistic kids are brilliant. They're brilliant in a lot of ways. 100%. But, they, you know, struggle in the, to communicate with us in a way that we So are, are you saying, is, is there research out there says that those who have dementia are still alive, but they can't... Co- they're still so there, there, but I don't they know can't if there's communicate research, to us? But this is my personal feeling, and your your mother and I have talked about this because your your grandfather, yeah, has he's suffering with dementia. Now. Yeah, but you know, he thinks he he thinks he's in a certain place in time, right? You think you're you don't you wonder what their experience is, right? Like the, who, what is it like to think that your grandson? is your brother or whatever when you were younger what's it like to think you're 20 again or whatever i don't know is that person suffering or is it like could it potentially be a gift for that person to relive their life i don't know i, I got you and yeah. i think that's one point but i'm saying like when you get to the end where it's like they're are when they they're like kind of just when they don't speak they're just staring at you there's yeah. no there's no recognition of yeah. anyone around you yeah is there research out there proven and, and please share this information if you guys know is that they are still there they're just unable to communicate that to you like are they having shared experience but i don't know if there's a way I to really that research that is still there that is that is my feeling okay. is that you're still there but i don't think that that is a good feeling to still be there and not be able to, to reach express. out you know, yeah. like you're just trapped in a wall yeah so in that case, obviously it's devastating. I don't, I don't, I don't wish dementia on anybody. No, I, I do think it's an awful disease, but part of me has wondered 
what is that person truly experiencing? Is it, is it as awful as it seems from the outside looking in when you're experiencing yourself? And and there's no way for us to really know, right? Because somebody with dementia will never have, you know, the more advanced it gets, will never have the clarity to tell us like, hey, actually, I thought it was 1977 just now and I was having the time of my life, you know? Yeah, and I, I get upset when I talk, when I hear about these, these terminal illnesses because I just feel like all this stuff can be corrected. But it's. it's I do too. The hard part is that we don't know the definitive cause of a lot of these things. You do know, like a lot of cancers and stuff. But see, here's my my whole my whole thing with that is is I can I with all the money and knowledge and technology out there, you're telling me that we can't we we can't cure these diseases. It's it's a bunch of hogwash. Uh, There's there's no way that we don't have the capability to really be able to solve. And reverse these diseases. Right. There's hun- b- billions, probably trillions now. It is hard to believe trillions that, of dollars that of there's research so many out there. illnesses that are terminal still in 2017. And and again, we've had so many breakthroughs. And I'm not saying it's easy, but like the the knowledge is out there. So there, there's there's a if way. If you can build an AI, you can figure out how to cure. Straight up. Like, we're out here I building mean? robots. Yeah. Cloning humans. Yes. But we can't figure out how to heal humans. We cloned a human? I thought it was a goat. I mean, what, I don't, whatever the hell it is. <laughs> we, got, we got robots that can do what humans do, but we can't figure out how to, yeah. how to manipulate some genes and, and restore healing within the body. Come on, y'all. Whoever's in charge of this money, let's do a better job and figure it out. Come on now. There's, there's a way. Yeah. There's definitely a way. I agree. I'm interested to see how things play out over the next couple years or 10 years or 20 years, whatever. How, however long I'm here. <laughs> a long time shit. You got more than yeah. that. You got, right. you got at least 60 years. I, yeah. At I, least. I, I'll do another 60. You got years. at least 60. I'll do that. that what does that put me at? 87? Yep. I'll be cool with going. What, is that, what age did you say you need to make it to? I, I, I want to I see 90. Okay, I can I do eighty nine, and that's actually like poetic because I was born in nineteen eighty nine. So I'll do. I want. I want to see at least ninety. Okay, that's because I. I want to see where the world we're gonna be at, and I just want to be able to talk do shit you? to my grandkids. Do you? Uh, damn, uh, like, damn. Uh, even my grandpa Jay, he's so damn smart and witty. Yeah, I'm talking shit till I go. That's, <laughs> believe that. I do actually believe that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wanting to clear our space with sage, and so I was reading up on it. And it turns out that you can't sage a cluttered space. And basically... So that's why you, you decided to declutter? It wasn't you got there yourself it's because you couldn't sage our place? It's part of my place. journey, yeah. You didn't share the information before. I thought uh, you were I just doing this. this. No, I thought you were doing this yourself. I was like, man, no. something just clicked in her mind and said, okay, I must declutter. <laughs> nah. So here's the no, truth to it. yeah. Man. It, well, I would say this. I'm taking about 30% of your credit away for that. No. No. The sage was the catalyst, right? This okay. was like, this is what got me into action. But I actually am enjoying it. I'm enjoying decluttering. I'm enjoying being a little more organized. But it does kind of go against my nature. So I'm having to teach. But I will teach myself. But I will say that veganism has truly taught me what I'm capable of. Like, it is a big deal to not have had meat since February. I know it doesn't seem like that's a big deal, but as much as meat is that, like, think about how many times you were offered meat throughout the day, right? Or just... I was five to ten times a day. Right. Like, everything is, it's an animal product. So, you know, to be making this transition into veganism kind of, I think, encouraged me to go after lifestyles that I want, right? And, and not to wait because the benefits are amazing. And 
part of that is like cleansing your space. Like I want us to live in a Zen space, of course. But basically clutter is a physical manifestation of emotional distress, right? <laughs> and I've been thinking about how long that I've hoarded or been, you know, had a, had a clutter. And I'm like, oh, this is emotional distress. If I think about it that way, it makes Perfect so sense. much sense. So if you ever see me being ridiculous and having clutter everywhere, you need to ask me what's wrong and ask me how you can help me. I'm with you. I can do that. Yeah, Don't tap like, me on the shoulder going? like that. I did tap Yeah, you out here trying to say, this how is what you I need to do. You? So yeah, Robert to Cutter, I'm excited. And we just, we went to Ikea, the world's largest Ikea this weekend. And we got these, uh, what are they? Can we just talk about how massive that Ikea is for a second? Yeah. I was like, how long have I been in this showroom? It's been 45 minutes. Yeah. I'm not even in the marketplace yet. Yeah. It was a long time. This thing is massive. Anytime you have lower level parking, upper level parking, cone sectioned off like Disneyland. Disneyland. Y'all have parking attendants like Disneyland? But I will say the first time I went there, they did. Yeah, they had people directing. You saw the people directing traffic? Oh, I didn't see them. This is wild. Yeah. Yeah, it's That's, a lot. If you guys ever get a chance, go, go check out this massive Ikea if you live in the Los Angeles area. It's in Burbank, and it is ridiculously large. Mm-hmm. But it was cool. But we ended up getting these, these things. They're called scubs. And I have a shoe problem. Clearly. Uh, I, I enjoy shoes. Okay, let me, uh, maybe I'll just call it a problem. I'll how call many it pairs of shoes did you, or how many boxes did you have? You're like, this is only 30, what? It was 40, only, so. I only had 20 pairs. Of, only had 20 of these boxes. Anyway, that, that's, that's not it the point that I'm getting to. It was more than 20. Go ahead. It was like we, we got these, these, these things called scubs. And for the longest of time, I've been trying to find a way to store my shoes effectively. I have a size 15 shoe. So a lot of the, the normal storage containers don't fit my shoes. So we were walking around the showroom. And one of, these, one of the showroom designs was like a studio. And inside the closet, they had these shoes. And I was like, oh, snaps. They looked big enough. So I took one of my shoe off and I put it in. And I was like, babe, this can store my shoes. So we went out there and we ended up buying, what, like a hunt? No. We bought 80? Yeah, so we got... No, we, two, bought, yeah. we got 14, 14 times four. What's that math? Six, one, 56. So we got 56 the first go around. And then we went back to the store yesterday and bought another so eight 32. Turns, yeah. So we got a, a bunch of these, these storage units. So, and, and yes, you're like, Justin, do you really need yes, all of these does. for your shoes? No, because Joy's using some for her shoes as well and other mis- miscellaneous items in her right. closet. But what was amazing is once we got all the shoes out of our closet and organized it, it just made my heart smile. But the problem is now I don't have enough room to put some of my shoes in the closet. So now I'm struggling because I don't know what to do. I think I have about eight or ten pairs of shoes that are just sitting by the bed with no, with no home. Okay, and but I don't know I, what that's to do. What I'm trying to explain to him, like, not everybody has a million pairs of shoes. Like, how many pairs of tennis shoes do I have? I don't know. Like, maybe, like, six. But you can't, that, but listen, like you, can't, like, you can't compare tennis, your tennis shoes to my tennis shoes. You have heels, sandals, flats. Like your, whole, your whole shoe yeah, compilation you is different. Dress shoes. I Correct. get that. But I have like, sneakers, again, and, then I have, and I have dress shoes. Okay, but you see the amount of boxes I had in the closet, and some of those were doubled up. But you also have way smaller feet. Again, okay, this is... but I'm just saying Your comparisons are not valid up. right now. Right, but even if you were to have every shoe have a separate box, including the sandals, I still wouldn't have as many shoes as you. So that's what I'm saying. You have a lot of shoes. I, I probably have, on real, between dress shoes and regular sneakers, I probably have about 50 pairs of shoes. And I don't think that's that many. I really don't. 
Why are you looking at me like that? I'm just letting you talk, baby. I, I don't think that's a lot of sneakers. And I've had some of these sneakers for a long time, so it's not like I'm out here buying shoes. I think you don't think that's a lot because you have, you have two cousins who have roomfuls of shoes. Correct. So you think, I know people who have hundreds of sneakers. You think that's excessive. It is. Yeah. It, it is. I don't have hundreds of yeah. sneakers. I probably have 50. And these people have hundreds of sneakers. Yeah. I only probably have about 30 pairs of sneakers. And then some of these shoes are hoop shoes, so those don't even count because I just hoop in those. So those aren't those aren't even really in the sneaker count. So it's it's different. All the all the sneaker heads out there understand. And I'm not a sneaker head at all. But okay, but if you're I just not need a bigger a sneaker, closet. Right, all right. I need Fine. a bigger closet. Okay. That's what this whole conversation boils down to. Is I need a bigger closet. Or Actually, less the, stuff. Or what what the conversation boils down to is that we got our life organized. We got our closet organized. Well, ish. But again, if I'm decluttering, I'm having to get rid of stuff. So it's like maybe you have to say goodbye to some things. I how many pairs of shoes have I given out in the last month? I've probably know. given away at least ten pairs of sneakers to friends. At least. Okay. At least ten. All right, baby. So it's like every year because I do get more. I look through and say, okay, which <laughs> shoes so don't make the cut? Passionate about this. Yeah, because I just because here's my thing, George. Like you need to get rid of it because it doesn't fit. I'm like, no, I my shoes are just bigger and take up more space. So just to say because my stuff is bigger, I thing, have to Justin, get rid of it. How That's many bullshit. pairs of shoes do you think you're gonna acquire between now and December? Uh, probably another five to eight. Okay. That's what I'm saying. So all you're going to do is keep getting more. No, and then I'll give away more. That's what I did. So why don't you just give them away ahead of time? Because some of the shoes I don't want to give away because I like them. But maybe they don't need to be in the closet. So I'll move them to the garage So then or what are you going to do? And then are you ever going to wear them in the garage? Like, nah, but I just don't want to give away. And maybe I'll pull them out. You never know. There, there could be a point where there's a... A Halloween costume and these sneakers really, you know, fit well. I'm done with you. Remember or like 20 years it. will pass and be like, "Yo, this they're retro." Right. Yeah. So I, I don't know. If I like the sneakers, I'm, I'm not gonna give them away because I like. Them. I mean, I, I, I do understand that because I understand like sneakers have their own, you know, culture. And, they do, but and like, keep in mind, like again, for sneakerheads, like Jay, what kind of kicks do you have? Like I don't have any kicks that are out here who are gonna just. Like, I don't have any retro. I only have a, a few, like the retro Jays. I like the ones you have or on these right super now. Don't, yeah, these are just some fly net joints. So it's, it's like I don't have those type of cases like, oh my gosh, I got to keep them in a box and in 20 years you can resell them for like $1,500. But it's just, I, I like them. So I'm, I want to keep them. That's part of marriage. You got to compromise. So I, I will compromise and let you have Thank too you. many pairs of shoes. Oh, if that's what you want to call it, you, you can call it that. But eventually we'll get into a space that'll have a bigger closet and I'll be able to store my shoes appropriately. But for now, our closet is organized and now I got to work on my, my front closet. Because that's a whole nother issue. But it's a small issue. That's what happens when you're married. Yeah. You have to make compromises and sacrifices. You agree and you don't, and you don't agree, but it is what it is. And, and now that you know, us celebrating our, our two-year wedding anniversary will now be going into our third year, we just wanted to quickly touch on a few lessons that we learned in our, in our second year of marriage. We talked about on this platform when we celebrated our, our first year, we released an episode called 365 Days of Marriage. And what we, I think it was actually 366 days in marriage because it was Cause a leap year. year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, we, and we released an episode and talked about just the, the things that we learned in our first year of marriage. And we wanted to talk about some of the, the things that, and, and the themes that were recurring in our second year of marriage. And again, because you know, with this platform is we really want to be honest and, and shed a, an, an open and honest conversation of what happens in marriage. And we were having a discussion with a, a few people this weekend and I'm just saying that these conversations really don't happen like that. Well, they do, but they're not, they don't happen in a public platform where people can truly learn because 
what happens in your relationship, what happens in your marriage is often kept between you know those two and and one of the well i think marriage in its nature is private right it's a very private thing that you're you're experiencing with another person for sure i don't think most people are like in the streets like hey this is what's happening in my marriage and that's like that's just us yeah no and and but that's why we're willing to be those people we're willing to 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 have those conversations and i would think one of the 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 biggest things that we learned in, in this year too was reality is in the mm-hmm. in the first year of your your marriage, it, you have all the the feels. It's like okay, like we're we're married. You have your honeymoon. You're you're just excited. You're in a honeymoon yeah, phase. you're in the honeymoon yeah. phase. It's similar when you get into a relationship. I don't feel like our honeymoon phase was that long. No, it, no, I'm not saying our honeymoon phase was a year. But you're you're just adjusting. You're acclimating to being married. What does it mean to be a wife? What does it mean to be a yeah, husband? Yeah, it's still exciting to be like that's my husband. That's my like, husband. okay. I'm wearing a ring every yes. day. You're wearing Even your though, ring. Actually, I will say that's still exciting for me. It is, but you know, yeah, it, it's it's the fun. It's it's yeah. the like oh my gosh, this is the first it's the year. The newness of it. All. The newness yes. of of, yeah. of marriage and and year two. I think reality set in for us. And and what I mean by that is okay, okay, this is. This is the reality that is life, is that we are going to be together forever. And now we have to continually work together and work through our agreements, work through our disagreements, understand, okay, this is how you live. These are your habits. These are my habits. And this is who you are as a person. Yeah. And we both are going to have to deal with those things. And it's not like, oh, I love you. You love me. And, and, it's, and it's good. And, and yes, those feelings are still there, but it's a, a very present reality saying okay this is life we are married we are husband and wife and now we have to go and live and work through our day-to-day with each other every single day yeah and i think it's also a balance in learning things that you need to compromise on and things that you have to work on right i think that's something we've really been thinking about lately too like even with your grumpiness or you know how you've been actively working on it and me with the decluttering (laughs) again those things are only going to get so much better i don't think you can completely eradicate somebody's you know bad behavior if you will but i do think that it's been a balancing act and learning what behaviors to address and what not to like it's it's a balancing act and learning what to leave alone like that's another part of the reality is like okay this person is actually this way this is their personality this is how they're going to be and yes we can make it a little better but like that's it well as you wrote in your notes is the the full emotional spectrum yeah in year two we have experienced a full spectrum of emotions From extreme happiness to frustration Mm -hmm. to irritation. And we have run the gamut of emotions. And I would say in our first year, it really wasn't like that. It was like, ah, hee, hee, hee. And and this year, it was like, okay. And it goes, you know, ties that in. So it's the reality of it. It's like, okay, well, you know, now that the smoke is cleared, you guys are still two humans who are very different people living together. We are just two different people. Like, that's the thing is like, you, it is to become one. Yes, in, in in general, you are one entity, but you are your individuals, and and you have to, you gotta for real live with an. You have to live your life in conjunction with another separate person that is completely different than you. Yeah, exactly. and how you think, and how you move, and how yes. you act, and and I will say most the majority of what that person does affects you directly. Hundred percent. So then there's a there's especially a, if it happens in a shared space, right? And there's immense amount of trust that is required. But I like that. I like that I trust you as much as I do. I will say that's a good feeling. It is a good feeling to know that there is someone 
I know has my back and that I can trust. Yeah, that's the beautiful, that is, to me, I, I agree. And yeah. that's the beautiful thing about marriage is, is that you have this yeah. deep connection that's mm-hmm. forever. And I can be fully vulnerable and depend on you and lean on you through everything. And right. we can work and, and build this together. I completely, yeah. completely agree. But that, I mean, that is it, is that we're two yeah. different people yeah. and we are working together to make one shared vision. And yeah. if any of you guys knows, when you go to the office, there's a lot of different personalities and you guys got to work together on a project and you're like, oh, today, It is. Lord, it's like a never-ending group project. It is. And you know how group projects are. <laughs> yeah. It's Somebody, like, I could just do this better by myself. It's like, yo, probably. it's like, yo, this is, yeah. you're, you're wrong. This doesn't even make sense. Right. This is bothersome. Right. Like, I'm going to just do my whole project and you do whatever you do. Right. And, and you then guys. We'll, and then we'll come together yeah, five we come minutes in, before yep, And we'll the give the presentation. A presentation and, yeah. And you'll see who carried the project and they're right. definitely going to get an A. Right. And, but we but all know. that that happens within marriage too. Like, sometimes it does. you're caring, sometimes it's a I'm never caring. never-ending group yeah. project. I yeah, love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Because everyone knows what a group project is like. <laughs> and you know the frustrations that come <laughs> with group projects. Pitch. Like, that would not convince me to get married if I weren't married. Like, I don't want a group project. No, that I'm not. True. But you can't look at it. It's a group project with your best friend, but it's like you know your best friend isn't always an A student in this particular subject. You know, it's it's like that. Another thing that was very present in our marriage was sexual expectations. And we talked about this on on a recent episode. I believe it was episode 69 69, entitled Sexpectations, where we we talked about sexual expectations within marriage. And we also wrote a Huffington Post article about sexual expectations that we have we'll, shared we'll and share yeah that we'll, we'll share you know, this week we haven't published it yet but if you do subscribe to our newsletter you got a sneak peek into that article uh, but you know, that was something that was very present in year two of our marriage and i didn't expect to to have that within within our relationship i did not expect to have and you know i'm i think that maybe we couldn't have if i just would have been compliant if you will right if i just would have like all right i just need to have sex with justin or what i don't think we ever would have the talk but i'm glad that things were the way that they were and forced us to have certain conversations because i feel like i'm happier for it now and then by proxy you will be happier well and it also it helps it just gave me some insight into something if i'm I'm, if i'm asking and, and it's not happening and you're not really explaining why it's not happening or you're just saying it in the moment when nobody wants to hear it because I'm just flustered that right. we're not having sex. Right. It, it doesn't do anything. Right. So the fact that we were able to come to the table and have an open, con- open conversation about it, it's like, okay, well, I respect that and I, I appreciate you shedding light on this. Right. I wish you would have told me this months ago. But, but I, you know, I just think that, I, so this is also a thing that I, I don't know if I've learned or maybe I've known it, but didn't think it would apply to me is that uh, sex isn't a fixed thing, right? Sex isn't something that's guaranteed to happen if you're married. I think we view sex as... It's fluid. Yeah, exactly. You view it as like this guaranteed thing in relationships, but if like stuff isn't right or somebody's not feeling strokes the right way, like it's not going to happen. And sometimes it's not you, other times it is, but like I think that sex within relationships needs to be approached with a lot of empathy and it is naturally kind of approached selfishly, right? Because you Definitely. have urges. You're like, hey, I need Feed you to me. relieve this urge. Yeah, like this is, I'm going to tell myself, <laughs> I pulled the Justin last night because I was kind of like, <laughs> I'm, feeling, I'm feeling a little like Rets to Rock. Justin's knocked. So I was like rubbing up in his body. <laughs> <laughs> getting no response. Was I asleep? Uh, yeah, you eventually started breathing like real okay. hard. I was like, all right, he's out. <laughs> but like, I tried all the rub, and like, I 
and it's interesting because I could have just been like, hey, are you trying to, but I kind of just wanted you to like roll over it. And like, you yeah, know? selfishly. Which exactly. And it was an aha moment for me because I said, if this is what he's feeling, I can understand. The frustration. Yeah, and I can understand why you approach it the way yeah. that you approach it because yes. you're like, all right, like, but again, it is selfish. Like, I, I wasn't feeling like, oh, I need to make love. Like, I'm be like, easy. I had an itch. I wanted yeah. to scratch last <laughs> night. You know what I'm saying? So, I, it wasn't it, and that's why I ultimately didn't wake you up because it, the my motivation wasn't. I was not for you. Like, I, I didn't feel like. Yeah. I want to give Justin pleasure or I want to have the shared experience. You wanted to relieve your, your urge. Yes, exactly. Straight up. So, and, and that's okay sometimes, but like if you're reproaching sex like that always, like that's an issue. Yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be an issue. And I said, it was, it was an issue that I didn't expect for us to have yeah. in our marriage since, as we've said so many times before, we were celibate for three and a half years leading into our marriage. I was like, okay, well, yeah. this is on and popping. We have no issues. And then I was like, wait, what? How do we have issues? Like, yeah. We didn't do this forever. And now there's issues associated with it. Uh, and, and it just brought a, a new conversation. I right. guess and I'm but glad. I would, I would say that it. celibacy renewed or remade us in a lot of ways. Right? Oh, most like, definitely you, did. You grow as a person, as a soul. Like we, we connect on different levels. And I we wrote about, or I wrote about this, I think. Was it in the set? Oh, no, it was in the Sexual Expectations article. And, and that's that I know what our connection is now. I'm very tuned into how we connect. So I think that I can sense, I didn't write this, bullshit a lot faster than before, right? So I know when you're coming at me with your soul and I know when you're coming at me with, you know, the bean. Like, I know who's doing the, the thinking. I got you. So, but but and I, I'm down to have a good time. But, and with I said, your body but I sometimes I was like, too, but, but as I said, as I I think it's an unrealistic ask. Yes. To have this okay. deep soul connection, love making session. If you're being honest, every time were you we coming sex? after me with your soul the majority of the time, or were no. you coming at me? Yeah. Because I was like, what's going on? Like yeah. I was frustrated, so no, I wasn't coming right. prepared. Well, listen. Now we know. <laughs> we done. We done. Child. And listen, I would argue that to co- cover sex expectations. At the second in the second year of marriage, is a feat. Yeah, because there's people that are ten years in and still haven't really talked like about. We it. haven't figured this shit out. Yeah, there's frustration. Well, on there's both a lot. Sides. Of, there's a lot of things that happen in marriage that we haven't figured out because again, people don't talk about it, and we're not taught to talk about it. Right, and that's why again, why we I know we have people who are saying you guys are so open and talk about it a little too much. But again, we want to talk about these things yeah. because I know that there are people listening right now who are yeah, dealing with the same thing yeah. right now. And you're like, damn, I didn't know somebody else was going through that. Right. So I appreciate it. So yes, we will continue to be open and honest. And if you are close to us, you may not want to hear it and you may get brought into those conversations because you are associated with us on a close level. And hey, we love you, but we we got we got a message to share. We got to talk about these things. You got right. to talk about it. Right. I would say the uh, another thing that we've had to tackle is future planning in a real way, like not just saying you're going to do something yeah. or like hey, you want to do this around this time. Like it's like you really have to plan for it and then set up steps to achieve that plan. And I don't think we've all the, we figured that out all the way yet. No, we definitely have not yeah, figured it not out at all. At all. We're not even close to yeah. <laughs> figuring it out. We have started to write things down. And when we first got married, we set goals for our marriage and what, it, what we wanted to accomplish. Yeah. But again, once the, the idea is, okay, you know, we're married and the, and the cuteness of it all kind of settled in, we were able to be like, okay, well, what do we want 
from, from marriage? What do we want from life? How do we want to take our two visions and, and make them one? How yeah. do we want to go about... And- Which, by the way, is really important to talk about. I think some couples don't really talk about that. Like, hey, what are we trying to do with our entire lives? What is something that I want? What is something that you want? And how can we make sure that we make all of that happen? Because I'm, I'm very much all about that, making sure Justin gets to his goals, making sure I get to my goals, and making sure we get to our joint goals. Yeah, you, ha- you have to do yeah. it. And it's a constant and you have conversation. To work together. We brought our whiteboard back out. It's like, look, we got we to gotta get back to writing and getting our notes organized and, and squared away and really moving Shout out you know, to towards those the future. Markers. Need that. We talked about earlier even the baby thing. Like, I, I, you got to plan for that. That's going to be a new level. I'm planning. on a new level. Yeah, that's, good. <laughs> that's going to be a lot. I, I'm a, I got babies on the brain, you guys. Gosh, I have it so bad. What's going on with me? I literally sometimes feel broken because you guys have been listening to this. For our longtime listeners, you know where I was with the baby thing. I was kind of like, I was very resistant, very don't bring it up. And I think this feels like the third week in a row that I'm talking, sitting here talking about babies again. So if we need to sit and have a real conversation off air, we need to sit and have a real conversation off I'm air. I'm good. Let's wait. <laughs> <laughs> See, like I get serious and she wants to laugh and giggle. No, no, it's not that. It's just that like I can definitely get, let's say like if we wanted to have a moment of passion, I could probably be game for that right now. Like, okay, like, let's just, let's just see what happens. And then like do it the one time and then be like, all right, like, let's, let's see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. And if nothing happens, cool. We'll go back to just being normal for a second. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to just living my entire life. I'm I'm enjoying, we we officially start our journey to three years into marriage. It's been a, it's been a great two years. It's been a great nine and a half years. Uh, not and not just when you say great doesn't mean it's been all positive. Yeah. There's but there it's been a it's it's been an amazing ride. It's been a fun journey. I've I can't believe that two years have gone by this fast. It's like man, we've been married for two years, and I know people who are married are like look, we've been married ten, twenty, thirty. Y'all are on on the baby train right now. But as as my dad said, he goes, look, I said the first five years are hardest. He said you can make it through the first five years. He said the rest will be downhill. So we got three more years to go through the peaks and valleys. And then from there, I'm I'm just trying to to grow and go and go and take over the world. I feel like that was like my church slogan growing up. No grow and go. That was. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just would like to say that marriage is dope. Anybody who is hesitant about marriage, but kind of wants to do it or, you know, isn't sure they want it in their life, whatever. I, it is an amazing feeling. And, and you don't know it till you're in it. It is one of those things. There's no preparation for marriage. I mean, no, there is. There, uh, there there's are things, definitely there's, a mental preparation yeah, and an emotional preparation. For but, marriage. but again, it's not. It's still not going to be exactly what you probably think it is. Is marriage what you thought it was going to be exactly? No, no. It's a lot harder, but also a lot more rewarding too. For sure. Yeah. And I, and and just because again, just because something's hard, doesn't mean it's unpleasant. Right. It, it, achieving success is hard. Right. But those who are achieving it love the hell out of it. Yeah. So it's important when, when we talk about marriage or even other people who talk about marriage and you hear the themes of work and, and hard work and, and compromise and sacrifice doesn't mean that that's a bad thing, a thing, a, a non-rewarding thing to, to pursue. It's it's a beautiful thing. I, I, love, I love marriage. I, I've grown so much as a person along this journey. So don't let the work of it all deter you from it because again anything that's worth having requires we met someone at a party yesterday and he's recently married and he said he was sitting on the couch watching netflix with 
his wife. And he looked at her, he goes, man, I love doing nothing with you. And that's real. Yeah, like that's, that's the truth. I love doing nothing with you and everything with you. Happy anniversary to you. Thank you guys so much again for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, and share it with your friends. And if you have not yet written a review for us, make sure you head over to iTunes and do that as well. And as always, let's keep the conversation going online. You can head over to our website, lovejays.com. You'll see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday.